0: The half-empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818-610-8088. This is your half-empty Cup of Joe.
1: Pour a cup of this good-smelling coffee. It will taste as
0: good as it smells. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquit and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup.
2: good morning and welcome the thursday edition of the half-empty cup of joe joe and jason jason will be with us uh here momentarily but uh we're, we're gonna we're gonna break down uh tucker carlson a little bit today uh friend or foe uh J- jason you know J- jason he's always always skeptical and 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 that's a good thing that's not a bad thing uh, as to hey what are the uh the real uh, what's really behind it all are, is everyone as genuine as they say they are are they are they plants are they are they involved in an operation that we don't know about? I will say this uh uh breaking today uh, in regards to uh youtube uh which is by the way i want to say uh youtube was pressured by the Biden administration to censor Americans. I don't think anyone's shocked by that. Uh, YouTube still does a lot of those things. Uh, but now uh, Jim Jordan uh, has released all of these documents. Uh, you know, you know, we, we knew about Twitter, right? Elon Musk and the Twitter stuff, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, was being directed by the government to remove uh, and and remove content. Uh, Specifically, they wanted things about the virus uh, being man-made. In other words, anything with the virus was created in a lab. They wanted anything regards to uh, vaccines, any skepticism about vaccines, Right, all of these things uh, were were being censored at the direction of our own government, uh, according to the uh, files released by Jim Jordan, former White House Director of Digital Strategy Rob Flattery, if I'm saying that right, who has since left the administration to help Joe Biden's reelection campaign. Uh, he was a guy. <laughs> that uh, was in charge of it. Uh, he emailed Google, Google which owns YouTube and its team members in April 2021 uh, to work about the work they were doing to combat vaccine hesitancy and to also crack down on vaccine misinformation. Jake, I don't think any of this is a surprise, right? The government out there censoring Information uh, that they don't want the public to know about.
3: Yeah, we talked about that uh, yesterday with with Chris Lewis. We talked a lot about what are they showing you that they want you to see, and what are they not showing you that they don't want you to see. And so, uh, you know, we'll deal with a little bit of that today. Uh, it's uh, you know, it's, it's why I think people listen to this station, uh, look for alternative ways on the internet on. who's who's saying it without uh, a motive or without an agenda, you know everybody has some sort of an agenda right Joe everybody has something but, but when it comes to hey uh, i'm going to make a half million dollars because I'm attached to this political situation and it's going to change the way that I vote or see things that's where things get to be a little sticky and with the media it's even trickier, Joe, because there's almost nobody you can trust on the media and that's that's why you know I've, I've done this this piece that we're going to play I think it's a couple of years ago about tucker carlson and uh you'll, you'll hear, hear me once in a while say i don't don't trust that guy well i'm gonna i'm gonna make the case with a uh, a piece that an independent an independent journalist on the internet uh, scott hensler put together a couple of years ago and I'll, I'll put a few things other together and joe's gonna ask questions you're gonna listen to some history and stuff and, and there's no direct ties to anything specifically but it's a lot of where there's all, an abundance of smoke there's probably fire and i can show you where where uh, uh Tucker Carlson himself has seesawed back and forth on issues because, you know, I guess what, whatever his employment is telling him to do, or, or I guess whatever suits him,
2: Joe. Well, again, we talk about this a lot, right? Right the 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 pressure that uh, is put on people financially by these corporations. Uh, and you're like, man, I gotta, I gotta make a living, right? I, I gotta, I gotta provide for my family. And people were making choices that they otherwise wouldn't have made. And I'm reading through this stuff with like, with Google and YouTube, and and it's so much worse than what we think. Not only was the government uh, saying, hey, because let's face it, by 2021 they were censoring stuff already. And the government was like, hey, it's not good enough. We want to censor even more stuff. Even if it doesn't break your what they call community guidelines, you need to rewrite them. Google ended up acknowledging, and they sent the White House. Here's a list of everybody who has put up videos that we have banned. So again, uh, the White House covertly collecting all kinds of information on Americans. It, It really is... Uh, it's disgusting, really, when you think about it, and and the power uh, that they're able to use with these big corporations, right? I mean, let's face it; we know Google's in bed with the government. We know this.
3: Yes, yes, I think it seems like the government has its hands in pretty much everything, and I think even people that don't even understand that their lives are being guided by government are being guided by government, Joe. So it's, it's, it's you know, anyone who listens. To me, on the air, and, and I think Joe shares a lot of my sentiments. Big government, bad. <laughs> it's, it's, anytime it puts its hands in any pot, it it, it uh, corrupts the pot. You can have the, the perfect pot, you know, with a, uh, a a virtuous, morally righteous situation going on. As soon as the government puts its hands in there, it, it becomes corrupt and dirty, right, Joe? And it's 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 why it's good to to bring stuff like this out. I don't hate Tucker Carlson. I don't hate Donald Trump. I don't I don't really hate people that make decisions to do whatever makes their life uh better you know i just when i see someone that's doing it in a way that i i find uh distasteful and like yeah I, that's you know f- fraudulent i don't like when people say one thing joe and do another i just i just don't like it and so we're gonna i'm gonna try my hand at showing people what uh, some of the stuff tucker carlson's been involved in a little history and let the audience and let joe you know you guys can react to whatever
4: whatever you hear right joe
2: Exactly right. We'll be back. The half-empty stuff stay with us.
0: The half-empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor, with Grisham Associates, LLC, at 720-203-0731.
3: Welcome back. The half-empty cup of Joe, Joe, and Jason. Today, we have guest-free. So, uh, you know, if you guys want to call in after we play some of this stuff, uh, I don't care if you're pro-Tucker or you're anti-Tucker. I don't, you know, just we're going to play this clip. It's going to take pretty much this whole segment. It's going to take a little bit more. Uh, Joe's going to, if Joe wants to pause and talk about any part of it, we'll do that. Uh, you know, next couple of segments. Uh, but about 17 and a half minutes in, uh, there's also a clip with Tucker Carlson actually meeting with people that kind of shows that his – his mind isn't isn't exactly what he says on the air and and then uh, i got another small 30 second clip that's something i can't find i wish i could find the full interview uh, uh where Tucker Carlson was uh, years ago on 911 and 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 compared to where he is in and, and later in this video when he's talking about it but we'll play all of that joe uh, let's let's get it started this is, uh, i found this on BitChute. it's uh scott hansler it's uh, the title is uh, tucker carlson exposed who did you really work for tucker came out in about 2021 so uh, let's take a listen
8: in this video i will document the many connections tucker carlson has to the cia and other groups the reason i'm doing this is because right now he is leading a major part of america off a cliff with his false conservative platform he rages about the elite and how america seems to be going down the drain when he himself couldn't be more connected to these same elites helping to do it. He is a total shill, a puppet being used to distribute propaganda. What people need to realize is the left and right paradigm we are given is entirely false. Whether you watch CNN or Fox, you are getting CIA agents highly trained in propaganda, usually coming from wealthy families. Take Anderson Cooper, for example. He admittedly interned at the CIA and was born into the Vanderbilt family. He could be called the face of CNN, just as Tucker is the face of Fox. Follow me as I take you through his career and document his highly suspect rise in journalism. Don't forget to take notes and research these things yourself. Tucker Carlson was born on May 16th, 1969 in San Francisco, California. When he was six years old, his father Richard divorced his mother Lisa and married Patricia Swanson, one of the heiresses to Swanson Enterprises most notable for their TV dinners. Carlson attended many boarding schools during his youth, including locations in Switzerland and Rhode Island. He graduated from Trinity College in Connecticut in 1991, which is known as one of the Little Ivies, which are a group of private schools which compete with Ivy League schools. Supposedly, Tucker attempted to join the CIA when he graduated, but his application was denied. I can't find an explanation as to why he wanted to be in the CIA or why they rejected him. His father was a very well-connected man in the media industry and encouraged him to pursue journalism because, quote, they'll take anybody. His father, Richard, started his career in journalism at the young age of 22. He had jobs as a copyboy at the Los Angeles Times, as well as a reporter for United Press International, which at the time was one of the largest newswire services in the world. He worked for a few TV stations in Los Angeles and San Diego before joining San Diego Federal Savings and Loan in 1977. The bank was headed by Gordon Luce, who was the former public affairs director for Reagan. Richard became vice president of finance within three years, and during this time, the bank had a lot of political controversies due to their connections to current and former members of the Reagan administration. In 1983, he decided to get into politics, and in 1984, ran for mayor of San Diego. He lost to his opponent, Roger Hedgecock, who was later forced from office in 1985, after it was revealed he received over $350,000 illegally during his campaign. Coincidentally, he would also go on to become a conservative radio host. In 1986, using his connections to the White House, Reagan personally announced his intention to nominate Richard as associate director of the United States Information Agency. He became director of Voice of America, which was a propaganda broadcasting division of USIA. He served as their longest-running director. Voice of America started in 1941 when President Roosevelt established the Foreign Broadcast Information Service as a program directed by the Office of Strategic Services, which became the CIA. The intention stated publicly was to communicate America's views abroad, but it was really an outfit to disseminate propaganda. The first few broadcasts for Voice of America were done over British Broadcasting Corporation transmitters but expanded rapidly and fell under control of the Office of War Information in 1942. The Office of War Information was tasked with creating and distributing propaganda domestically and internationally. They did this through various means such as broadcasts, newspapers, posters, films, and other media. The agency was terminated by President Truman in 1945 and their offices were transferred to the State Department and most of the responsibilities were transferred to the CIA. It should also be noted that a Voice of America relay station in Thailand was used as a CIA black site, referred to as Cat's Eye, or Detention Site Green. These overlaps and connections between Voice of America and the CIA should not be glossed over. In 1991, Richard Carlson was personally nominated by President George H.W. Bush to be the U.S. Ambassador to the Seychelles, a nation of islands off the eastern coast of Africa. In 1997, he became CEO of King World Public Television, which was later purchased by CBS in 1999 for $2.5 billion. He became the vice chairman of the Foundation for the Defense of Democracies, which is an organization that is part of the Israel lobby in the United States. It was founded by Clifford May, who was also a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, the Project for the New American Century, and vice chairman of the Republican Jewish Coalition. Now, you're starting to see that it was no mistake Tucker wanted to join the CIA and become a journalist, like father, like son. Tucker Carlson got his start in journalism when he was hired as a fact checker for policy review. This was a publication put out by the Heritage Foundation. The Heritage Foundation was founded in 1973 by three men, Paul Weyrich, a political activist and commentator, Edwin Fulner, an academic who attended London School of Economics, which is a Rothschild-controlled school, and who was also advisor to different government agencies and domestic policy consultant to Reagan, and last but not least, Joseph Coors of the Coors Brewing family. In 1975, Congress investigated the activities of the Korean Central Intelligence Agency in the U.S. Mr. Fulner had met with the KCIA station chief, Kim Young-Hwan, and in the early 90s, the Heritage Foundation started receiving donations from the KCIA. It should also be noted that in 2005, Mr. Fulner was appointed to a task force on UN reform, which included such people as former CIA director James Woolsey, with the goal of achieving a more effective United Nations. The task force was also supported by the Council on Foreign Relations. In 1977, Paul Wyrick hired a man named Roger Pearson to write for Policy Review. In 1986, an intelligence agency watchdog publication called the Covert Action Quarterly documented Pearson's connections to James Jesus Angleton, who was the former chief of CIA counterintelligence, as well as Daniel Graham, former director of the Defense Intelligence Agency. The Heritage Foundation was largely funded by Joseph Kors through his family wealth, but it also received funding from Chase Manhattan Bank, Pfizer, Dow Chemical, Sears, General Motors, Amico, and Mobil. David Rockefeller was CEO and chairman of Chase Manhattan Bank at the time. It should also be noted that David's grandfather, John D. Rockefeller, who started the Standard Oil Company, had to break it up due to antitrust laws, and Amoco, as well as Mobil, were once part of the company. John D. Rockefeller also donated the 16 acres of land upon which the United Nations Headquarters sits in New York. In David Rockefeller's own memoirs, he is quoted as saying, some even believe we, the Rockefeller family, are part of a secret cabal working against the best interests of the United States, characterizing my family and me as internationalists, and of conspiring with others around the world to build a more integrated global political and economic structure. One world, if you will. If that's the charge, I stand guilty, and I am proud of it. He also funded and was chairman of the Council on Foreign Relations. A quick little fun fact, before the homosexual political commentator David Brock, founder of Media Matters for America, a leftist propaganda outlet which received funding from George Soros and given office space by alleged pedophile and human trafficker John Podesta, he was on the board of the Heritage Foundation. He supported Hillary Clinton for president twice and dated James Alephantis, who has been accused of being a pedophile and human trafficker. He is also a friend of Lynn Rothschild. Lynn Rothschild supposedly abhors Trump and fawns over Clinton publicly, yet her and Trump go way back as well. Also, here's a photo of Trump laughing it up with Happy Rockefeller, wife of former vice president and New York governor, Nelson Rockefeller. It's a great example to show you that these people are all liars and actors. They will fill whatever role they need to fill when they need to fill it. Sometimes that involves swinging to the total opposite side of the false paradigm politically if it's advantageous to the agenda of the elite. Pick your central banking puppet, left or right. It's all controlled, and these people are shameless whores. When Tucker Carlson left his job at Policy Review, he went to work for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette under the tutelage of editor Paul Greenberg. Mr. Greenberg was very well connected, having his pieces published across 1,400 different newspapers within the Tribune Content Agency syndicate at the time. He also won a Pulitzer Prize in 1969 and appeared on major television networks as a political commentator on talk shows such as Charlie Rose. Now, I can't actually prove that Mr. Greenberg was CIA, But when I started to look at a few publications he put out, it made me start to wonder. In one article entitled, How to Break the CIA, published on jewishworldreview.com September 2, 2009, he defends the CIA from what he believes to be unfair persecution. He defends the torture of possibly innocent people, as justified in the quote, War on Terror. When referring to the torture of Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, he says, are we supposed to be sorry about that, and proceed to punish those who uncovered these plans? On what theory? That no good deed for your country should go unpunished? He also boohoo's about the morale of the CIA and how investigations might increase their agent's anxiety. In another article by Mr. Greenberg entitled, Hooray for Snooping, published in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, October 23, 2013, he talks about a national conference of editorial writers he attended in Calgary, Alberta, in the 70s or 80s. In the article, he says that, quote, That year at Calgary, one solemn resolution proposed that we stop talking to the CIA, since a number of journalists abroad had been assassinated on the pretext that we were all CIA agents, capitalist spies, tools of imperialism, and, well, you know the rest. As if the killers were so lacking in imagination, they couldn't come up with some other excuse to do away with us if they hadn't invented this one. So there we were, an all-too-solemn convention assembled, First Amendment or no, debating whether we should gag ourselves, I dissented, being an American, and unaccustomed to being told whom I could talk to or not talk to. Memory grows furtive, but I believe the resolution was defeated. That it was ever considered was disgraceful enough. It occurs to some of us that, if the CIA and FBI and NSA had been allowed to talk even to each other before September 11, 2001, that date might not have become another one that will live in infamy. If only big data could have been mine back then, the way it is now, The country might have been a lot safer, along with the thousands of innocent victims who found themselves in the Twin Towers that fateful day, and others rushing to their rescue as firefighters and cops, and the troops who were stationed at the Pentagon as airliners were turned into flaming engines of destruction, their passengers and crews wiped out, including those who, like the ones aboard Valiant Flight United 93, were the first to mount a counterattack against the terrorists in this still-continuing war. It would seem Mr. Greenberg, a very well-connected columnist, was very sympathetic to the ambitions of the CIA for seemingly no reason. It should also be noted he was Jewish and a Zionist. When Tucker left the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, he went to work for the Weekly Standard News magazine in 1995. It was founded by William Kristol and Fred Barnes. William Kristol is Jewish and the son of Irving Kristol, who's been described as, quote, the godfather of neoconservatism. Irving Kristol was also a member of the Council on Foreign Relations and worked for the Congress for Cultural Freedom. The Congress for Cultural Freedom was a group started by a Jewish CIA agent named Mikkel Jocelyn in 1950. It distributed anti-communist propaganda in 35 countries and published over 20 magazines. In 1966, the New York Times ran a series of articles exposing it as a front for the CIA to transfer money to the State Department and the United States Information Agency the same agency which broadcasted Voice of America, which Tucker's dad was the director of. In the book Finks, How the CIA Tricked the World's Best Writers, author Joel Whitney talks about, quote, how the good versus bad CIA is a false divide, and that the cultural cold warriors again and again used anti-communism as a lever to spy relentlessly on leftists, and indeed writers of all political inclinations, and thereby pushed U.S. democracy a little closer to the Soviet model of the surveillance state. He alleges that Crystal was, in fact, a CIA employee. Okay, so we're almost done
3: with the uh, the handlers of Tucker Carlson, because he's worked a lot of jobs getting to where he gets to Fox. We'll come back, we'll play a little more, and uh, you're listening to the Half Empty Cup of Joe. Joe and Jason will be right back.
1: It's a perfect time to plant trees during the tree farm's fifty cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only fifty cents. Choose from thousands of carryout sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one seven to eight foot tall flowering tree for only two sixty nine fifty and get another tree for only fifty cents. That's two seven gallon trees for only two seventy. You Come take I twenty five to exit two thirty five, then five miles west to the tree farm.
11: I am your Colorado real estate specialist, farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, Call me, James Morgan, at 720 or visit my website at online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest, real estate experience. Hit it, girls.
12: Keep listening to the
13: American Freedom Network.
0: The half empty cup of joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970 800 3693.
2: We're back here, the half-empty cup. Joe and Jason, and uh, Jason going through uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, you know, it, it, I think we'll probably have different opinions on all of this, but but uh, let's finish it. Let, let let's let's get it all out there so we can then talk about it.
3: Yeah, to be clear, uh, uh, what, what the uh, the author is trying to do is just set up the handlers. I mean, uh, obviously, just because you're around people that do suspicious th- you know, things doesn't mean you're suspicious. But yeah, let's finish. Let's finish the uh, the front story, and then uh, just see a few things that Tucker Cross has been doing uh, a- after this this
8: upbringing that he's had. The man who referred to Irving as the godfather of neoconservatism was a man named Jonah Greenberg also Jewish, and editor-in-chief of the National Review, a semi-monthly magazine. The magazine was founded by William F. Buckley, Jr., and has played a significant role in the development of conservatism in the United States. Like Crystal, Buckley was also outed as a CIA employee in Joel Whitney's book. It should also be noted that Fred Barnes, co-founder of the Weekly Standard, currently moderates a show on Voice of America called Issues in the News, again, the same program Tucker's father, Richard, was director of. It would seem William Crystal was also a fan of Paul Greenberg, Tucker's first mentor at the Arkansas Democrat Gazette since he quoted him in an article he published in the Washington Examiner, November 1, 2004, entitled The 9-11 Connection. In the article he quotes Paul as saying, Everything we had bought, assumed, expected in the golden 90s hadn't been so. The surface piece of the 1990s had been bought at a great price. On 9-11, a failure of American leadership was revealed. A failure to look ahead and act forcefully to forestall threats, to do what Bush has called, quote, the hard work of fighting terror and spreading freedom. William's father, Irving, alleged CIA employee, also.
6: They're less than adults somehow for wanting that I would say that parasites.
3: Well, I think I. Hold on on one second. Let me get back to it.
8: His role at Fox News as the poster boy for conservative values. During those years, he also somehow found time to appear on shows like King of Queens, 30 Rock, and Dancing with the Stars. While he is now in Fox News as arguably their most popular personality, this wasn't his first tango with News Corporation, which owns Fox News. News Corporation, owned by Rupert Murdoch, also owned the Weekly Standard, where Tucker worked under Bill Kristol. News Corporation headquarters is located in none other than the Rockefeller Center Complex in New York. Rupert Murdoch is also on the board of Genie Energy, an American energy company located out of New Jersey. Other noteworthy people on the board of Genie Energy include Jacob Rothschild, the head of the Rothschild banking dynasty, and James Woolsey, former director of the CIA, who if you remember earlier, was also on the UN reform task force in 2005 with Heritage Foundation founder Edwin Fuelner, whose goal was to create a more effective United Nations the same United Nations which resides on land donated by John D. Rockefeller. In a 2015 article written by Charlie Rose in Vanity Fair, he details a merger between Jacob Rothschild and David Rockefeller. Rothschild bought 37% of shares in Rockefeller Financial Services through his RIT Capital Partners. This is the same Charlie Rose who would have Arkansas columnist Paul Greenberg on a show to talk politics, and the same Paul Greenberg who was held in such high regard by William Crystal and his father Irving. There are so many overlapping connections that can be made that I probably missed dozens, if not more, during my research into the topic. Given these connections to the CIA, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, etc., it's no wonder Tucker Carlson ridicules people who believe that 9/11 was an inside job, and calls these people parasites.
3: So this clip, you know, Tucker Carlson is pretty famous for actually mixing it up with average people. You know, he's not like a lot of celebrities who uh, kind of stay away from the public eye when they're on their, their own time. But uh, I can't, I don't, I can't verify exactly where this is, but it's it's where he lives. You know, it's a, it looks like it's winter of some years ago, but he's. Uh, since he's you know, he's at a fair, outdoor uh, fl- uh, flea market, or whatever this thing is, uh, a couple of guys are sitting around basically talking to him about 9-11. So here you go.
14: Now, I All go right. back to our right. credentials,
3: Paul, Three, four, once, four, way
14: four, back in, two, two, when we first funded al-Qaeda. Yeah.
1: Back,
6: back, back, well, oh, yeah, back back when they were fighting the Soviets.
1: We, we gave them a lot of money. The <laughs> you know, CIA pretty Good much luck. trained them. I mean... I mean that's a, that's pretty much enough evidence for me
6: that the government brought down the twin towers. You
1: know the government the, the government was involved in bringing them to the order because they would not be trained because who because who trained them? The government trained them. The CIA trained them. Special ops trained them.
6: All right, I've I've had this debate so many times. It's not you know I don't know. I just it it seems to me that it it's kind of beneath sort of beneath like adult discourse even really. I guess. And it, and it definitely discredits otherwise good ideas.
15: I just
13: think you know, that the implications, had, if, if the government was involved, the implications are so vast
6: that it should be looked into whether or not CIA it has
0: been ridiculous.
6: So for family members of the victims that are asking questions and want the evidence that's been withheld by the government released, you would say that they're less than adults somehow for wanting that? I would say me? that parasites like you make it much worse for them. I'm a parasite now? Yeah, yeah it's, it's filthy to say things like that with
8: no evidence, and you have none.
16: So,
1: that's
8: my it's also no wonder. We can
3: kind of stop there, Joe. There's a little bit more, but it's not uh, consequential. Uh, one of the reasons that I've been frustrated when I see that piece is that Tucker Carlson, depending on how the wind is blowing, changes the way he feels about 9 11. I know that when he was working for, I think it was MSNBC back in the early 2000s. And I, don't, I can't get the interview. I can't find the, the actual interview with the, the gentleman he's talking to. But he brings up the question, uh, hey, well, it, it, it's, it's blasphemy just to even question if the government was involved with this. He's actually questioning back then, early on, this is just a few years after 9-11, he's saying I, he thinks there was something going on. I got like a few seconds. Let me play that part, Joe, so you can hear the, that here he was in 2005 or six, saying something completely different.
8: It is wrong, blasphemous, and sinful for you to suggest, imply, or help other people come to the conclusion that the U.S. government killed 3,000 of its own citizens.
3: So I mean, he's—I've even heard him recently start to say, "Well, you know, I think maybe we need to investigate Building 7." Now he's now he's he's gone that direction, Joe, and it, it just shows that. And I understand Joe's really good at saying, "Well, people can change their minds." But this guy has worked at so many news agencies, and he's been groomed so well that it's really hard to trust somebody that is 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 not staying kind of firm on his convictions on certain things like nine eleven, Joe.
2: You know, uh, I disagree. So uh, I think I was where where Tucker Carlson was in oh five and oh six, right? And uh, uh, I just couldn't. Well, put my in 0506, arm, he was saying that I couldn't put my arm around it, uh, that that was the case. And I, I don't even remember exactly. In 0506, when. he was thinking that
3: the government was involved, Joe, though. You got to keep that. You got to keep in mind. In 0506, he was thinking the government was involved. And then it was later on. I don't don't
2: know if he was or wasn't. I I don't know that. I'm just telling you where I was in uh, 05-06 to where I am today. I hope people change their mind when they get new information. Otherwise, uh, we we got big problems, right? We'll be back.
10: The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa. With women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt, too. Don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa. 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, 720-680-0492.
16: Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again wagner electric has proudly partnered with generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home we have standalone and portable generators in stock now so give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693 if you are constructing or upgrading your home Trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard.
2: You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years
15: of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau? Just like that. Lowest prices? Just like that. No solicitation? Just like that. Buying or selling?
2: Just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. Just like that. We're back here, the half empty cup. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. And, you know, kind of going down uh, the, the rabbit hole uh, a little bit about, uh, you know, in this case, Tucker Carlson. I think, you know, they've done the same thing uh, with Alex Jones. Um, yep. I, I would hope this. I want. It be, I think it would be great if Tucker Carlson was like, you know, early on in my career, this is what I believed. But based upon what I've seen and what I've learned, I now have a different opinion. I think that's great. I don't think that makes right. him a bad person at all. I, 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 otherwise, if, if that makes him bad, then I'm terrible. Because well, it's, I it's, have it's, it a is totally different, different opinion of things today than I did 10 years ago.
3: But you didn't believe in something or question something and then change your mind and then change your mind again. That's what he did. He believed I've that the government made it.
2: May be. I've done it. Sure I have. Of course well, I have. I've changed my that, mind and then got my mind changed. Sure I have.
3: But to I be mean, in I I think media, everybody
2: has. I think everybody in, has. I think you're wrong. The, uh, hold on. I, I think you're wrong to say, well, because his dad was a powerful guy and he – had powerful friends and Tucker Carlson got a job with one of his dad's powerful friends and somehow that makes him complicit in all this. That's nonsense. I'll use my, my, my own family history. Listen, my dad died when I was in uh, I, I was an older teenager. My one brother was a young teenager when my dad died. My brother got a job after he graduated from college in TV working for somebody that worked under my dad and he's built this career and he's now one you know one of the more powerful people I guess in TV I don't know he's high enough up the food chain but there's no correlation there. There's no correlation. I, I don't know what these people do. I'm sure my brother doesn't know uh who they do. Well he's friend well he, he worked for this guy and this guy's friends with Rockefeller. So what? Right? So what? <laughs> well listen, I think the, it's I, not Tucker, I, I think Tucker it Carlson's fault. It's not Tucker Carlson's fault. It's not my fault or my brother's fault who our parents were. It doesn't mean now it doesn't take away from now does it open up the possibility that maybe he is sure but to say nope this is it he has to be one because look at how he grew up and then he went to work for his dad's buddies and and i don't know that is it wrong just to say that uh hey i'd like my kid to follow in my footsteps i think a lot of a lot of parents out there would love it if their kids followed in their footsteps I, i don't know that that's bad either
3: well, and, and what Scott did, and it, it is a long, dry, uh, about 15 minutes of, of setup up uh, he, did, he did provide the fact that Tucker Carlson wanted to join this. He wanted to be on the CIA, he applied. I'll connect the dot that he didn't connect. The reason he was turned down is because his dad, who was drenched heavily in the CIA, and remember all of the agencies, the, the news agencies he worked for, they were all CIA-connected. The reason that the CIA turned him down is because his father groomed him to get into media. You do not want the CIA to have an open public letter saying, we accept you into the CIA, and then he goes on to be a media guy. So I say very likely he's CIA, I think it's very likely that he's worked these different news agencies. He's he's such a good free agent, you know, MSNBC, CNN, different newspapers, different TV agencies, Fox. Now he's on the internet, which is now that's a stronger news agency than any of the big networks. And the fact that his dad was heavily drenched in it, he, tr- he voluntarily wanted to join it, and that everybody that he worked for at all the different agencies were also heavily connected in an agency that John F. Kennedy, being the president had knowledge of, wanted to bash that agency into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds, is not very good for a guy who's flip-flopping on a topic of well, night Wait a
2: minute. now wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know lots of people. Right out of college, that want to be in the FBI or the CIA. Now, John F. Kennedy may, may been one of those guys, and then after he learned about what was really going on, changed his mind. I don't know. I don't think he hated the FBI or the CIA when he was coming out of college. No. I know I didn't. And listen, if you were telling me when I was 22 years old, "Hey, you want to join the FBI or the CIA?" I probably would have been like, "Sure." Why not? Because I'm dumb. I, I don't know anything. I don't think that implicates anybody either thats saying, "Well, I went out of college, I, I wanted to be a part of the CIA. I am sure Tucker Carlson had a very high opinion of his father. I, I, I like most like most children do. My dad's working for the good guys. And, and again, I think a lot of Americans want to believe. Uh, that they are, and I think listen, not everything in the CIA or the FBI or homeland security's bad right that 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 's not true either, uh but i I do agree listen, we all want to believe they're 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 part of the good guys and and right. Tucker Carlson getting rejected for whatever reason i don 't know why, but whatever reason it was uh, <laughs> doesn 't make him anything other than uh who he, you know who he is today if we can 't take somebody. And say, hey, the guy that I am today isn't the same guy who at, at 22 my my views have changed. Uh, then I don't know where we go, right? Then everybody's well, guilty, right? Everybody's so guilty.
3: You're sort of you're sort of then arguing the second possibility, which is, and, and Scott Hensler, this is kind of how he started the uh, the, the uh, clip that we played. That's, that that uh, Tucker Carlson's not really actually trying to be involved in the cesspool of things that are happening in Washington D.C. He's controlled opposition, which is somebody that's a part of what's going on, and he's he is being handled. And when he's around the guys at all the different news agencies that are all connected heavily to CIA, it's hard to uh, place him as either he actually CIA or controlled opposition. A lot of uh, media is, is considered controlled opposition. That's that's the, uh, the case for Alex Jones also, is that uh, Alex Jones isn't actually CIA, but because of his actions, activities, and where he's been kind of led down the path. You know, hey, he's been led I, I, so hard. I,
2: my, my opinion is a little different. I think Alex and, and Tucker and others are people that the CIA or the FBI or homeless, whoever may be, uh, I don't think they're controlled by them, but I think they, they do a lot of things to uh, go after them, to outcast them, like right? to attack them. Look at the, the whole lawsuit thing with Alex Jones and all of that stuff, right? And so so um, – you know, I I don't think but that they're they're being steered to say the things that they say. We'll be back. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. We're back here, the half-empty cup. Joe and Jason eight seven seven five three six thirteen six. You know, I, I don't know. You know, I I don't think uh, any of the stuff that I heard from 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 Scott makes Tucker Carlson anything other than who he is, uh, how he was raised, where he was born. Uh, could he be? Sure. Could Alex be? I guess. Um, I, I I tend to think that the and this is, maybe it's my hope, and sometimes I get this way because I I just hope it. I like I didn't want. I wanted nine eleven to be what the government said it was. How's that right? That, that's what I hope for. That's what I want. That's
3: the better. That's the better situation by far.
2: Right. That's what I wanted it to be, and it took me a long time. To get to where, okay, wait a minute, okay. I have to, I have to give up that fight, right? And I have to come to grips with something a lot different actually happened than what we were told, right? It's just like uh, we were talking about the Kennedy assassination the other day, right? This, all this new information. Now you've got. Uh, you know the agents that were on the ground, the the, the surgeons that actually operated. And now everybody's changing their story right before. Well, I'm getting ready to die. Let me tell you the truth now. You know, to, and again, I think America's a different place today, especially where it was say in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Right? I, I, I think people back then uh, were because they had less access to information really said you know what, what the government said that's how it was that's how it was right and we're the good guys we always have the white hat on i want to believe that about america i do unfortunately i know now okay the hat isn't always white matter of fact a lot of times the hat may not be black but it isn't white it, it's gray we're kind of always you know got our hands in everything So to speak, I would like to believe that uh, the powers that be in the inside of the government react to what Alex or Tucker does and creates doubt and misinformation uh, based upon what these guys are saying. And then, of course, uh, even like, you know, look at the Sandy. I don't know if you see what's going on with Sandy Hook. You know, uh, he had, uh, one billion dollars or whatever—I don't even know what the final trillion was. Right? Trillion. Trillion. But, but now, now they're saying, "Well, give us eighty-five million dollars, and we'll call it good." Right? That—that—that—that <laughs> uh, that, 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 you know thing. Uh, but but I would like to believe that. anyway. I would like to believe that Tucker Carlson is being genuine, and that his experiences. That that his experiences, because there's no listen. He's worked for liberal media, as much as he's worked for conservative media. That that that's a fact. That's a fact, right? That that hey, through that process, I have formed these opinions that I that I, I espouse today. That's my hope, anyway. Stop I guess I'm legit. hoping for the best case with with Dude, with that something. as well. I, I want to know though. Stop Call bitching. us up, let us know, text us. What's do something? Something? What do you believe with Tucker? 877 536 132. something. Stop bitching.
11: Do something.
9: KHNC is proud to carry My Kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp sab moisturizing lotions and retinol cream they also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin to see all the cbd products we carry visit the station at two south parish or check us out online go to 1360khnc.com click on the shop button
2: You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. This is the Phyllis
15: Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly.
17: The supposed standard for child custody in family court is the best interest of the child. The Vermont Supreme Court has now extended that to also include the best interest of the family dog. While a Vermont couple was getting a divorce, an issue that came before the court was custody of their German pointer dog, Bell. Both individuals had a strong emotional tie to Bell and a record of good care. The husband is a veterinarian, and he had treated the dog like a dog, while the wife treated the dog like a child. So according to the judge's personal dog opinions, the husband got custody of the dog. Since the court applied a best interest analysis, it explained the difference between child and dog custody under the law. In both cases, the judge can override the rights of adults and even reject agreements that a couple may have signed. The difference, according to the Vermont court, is that the legislature has given the family court judge authority to play a continuing role in supervising a child's parents, but no continuing authority to micromanage dog care, or as the court says, the care and sharing of a companion animal. In other words, the court treats a parent like a child and a dog owner like an adult. Asking judges to decide the best interest is causing more and more mischief. Using judges and bureaucrats to override parental authority used to be just a left-wing fantasy. But so many people have been bamboozled by the slogan, best interest of the child, that it is rare for even conservatives to oppose it. Marriage and family are not just being redefined to suit the gays and lesbians. Marriage is being redefined to kill family autonomy and parental rights and to bring child-rearing under the supervision of government so-called experts and judges.
15: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The traditional family is the building block of our communities and country. That's why it's imperative to support strong marriages, respect fathers, and champion stay-at-home moms. At phyllisschlafly.com, we oppose the liberal attempt to redefine the family. To join us, visit phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
2: I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm. Who have courage? And if there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their metal in the furnace, it's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is. How ridiculous the prices are. At low. Go to mypillow.com and use promo code KHNC.
15: Any major disaster, especially weather-related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted, and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months? Hi, this is Rod with PCs and Parts. We are giving away a free desktop PC for the month of December. So come by and check it out and enter to win our free PC giveaway. We provide sales and service for all makes and models. For all your computer needs, come by and see us. We are located in the Orchard Shopping Center in Loveland, next to the Ace Hardware. Or you can find us at PCsandparts.com. Call us at 970-203-0696. That's 970-203-0696.
0: The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693. This is your half-empty cup of Joe. This show is hosted by Joe Quint and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup.
2: we're back here the half empty cup Joe and Jason eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty if you want to be part of the program I'm, I'm understanding we're having uh, some more issues we know what the issue is uh, the the issue that uh, we thought was yesterday wasn't it we know what it, we're waiting on we've ordered a part uh, it won't be in until tomorrow uh, but uh, uh, we thought we had we, we we thought we got creative. We rigged it up. Thought we we, we could <laughs> bubble gum. We put some bubble. I know this. I know JD took some bubble gum, some duct tape, and a paper clip, and and we 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 rigged it and thought we could uh, get that to last until the the part came in. Apparently, uh, didn't quite make it, Jason.
3: Yeah, Jack says we're sort of back. where We've got some power. I know it's going to sound bad, guys. Just, just deal. You'll know, help us deal with it. You know, I was just talking to Jack. I think it was yesterday about rigging things and how it's just temporary. I used a term that's like completely not radio friendly, but how, you know, a term that, you used to, that I used to use as a kid for when people used to rig things. And, uh, totally inappropriate, but it's like, you know, that, that's what you got to do sometimes. Sometimes the only thing you got is what's in front of you. Uh, if you don't have the right part, to, you, you got to rig it. You got to just make the best doing it. Of course, that's going to make it harder for more callers to come in. So if you are hearing the show, uh, our, our access to uh, a great many of our callers is, is small right now. So you would be first in line and you can add to the show by calling 877-536-1360. I did want to say one thing, Joe, that, uh, because uh, I didn't have a chance to get in on that last segment, so I wanted to – you know, we're talking T- Tucker Carlson and the trustworthiness or or, or is it untrustworthy or how, you know, how is it looked at. Um, sometimes uh, uh, I'll get uh, people that email me or talk to me when they pick up their gold. And, and it's like, you know, sometimes Joe just talks and he just let, let, doesn't let you in. And he's like, doesn't that bother you? And I was like, well, well no, actually it, do- it doesn't bother me because, uh, number one, uh, this this shows, you know, I think this is a pretty cool show we've got going on in a lot of ways. And, one, uh, Joe, when this show, show started, when he bought the radio station, I think Joe represents the average American more than anybody that's on the air. So for this show, it's great to have that. Now, I think Joe, since this show's been on the air just over two years, I think Joe uh, owning the radio station and doing some of these shows, I think he's moved a little bit away from representing the average American now. I think he's he's starting to move towards the truthers, right? But he's nowhere near being one of the truthers. I think I, uh, on this show, represent more, closer, the the majority uh, of the K-Agency listeners, uh, which I think, uh, you know, is a good combination for having two hosts on the show, meaning I believe a lot of what the K-Agency people think about nine eleven. I I actually believe it's possible the moon landings were fake. I, I the, the stuff that the people were listening to, uh, in the 1990s, you know, I, I didn't listen to the K H C in the 1990s, but the, the Stan Monteith and a, a lot of the the information about uh, 1993 when you had Waco, Texas, you know, and yeah, you, you, know, you had the I, I was following that stuff a lot closer. I think I, I believe or, or, or jumped into that stuff a lot easier than Joe did. And so I think this show, you know, Joe's, Joe has to reel me in, and I'm always trying to pull Joe, you know, we're always kind of trying to pull each other a little, a little more centrist from where we're at. So I'm always the eternal skeptic. I think everybody is, is rotten if they're on the television, and I'm always trying to, to, to show people, hey, look, don't trust me. I, I Joe, I'll ask you. You know, I think Tucker Carlson is a lot like uh, Walter Cronkite in, in, in some circles. Obviously nobody – we don't have America's anchorman anymore. But in a large segment of America, he's the Walter Cronkite, right, Joe? Right, and
2: I wonder—you know—do do, would people view Walter Cronkite differently today? I right? would not people, trust Walter
3: Cronkite at right? all. So he
2: right, was right, because he he exposed what the government now. I don't know where you know. I just felt like, it, but back then, though, I did feel like the the journalist did try to 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 to, to catch them, right? They, you know, break the right. stories, and, and and they broke some. Now, people could argue. Well, the ones they broke were the ones they wanted them to break. I guess that may, maybe that could be right. I, I don't know, but but it's gotten know, worse. Joe, it, it was it was Tucker a lot better back
4: then. Going
3: to be
2: viewed yet? You know.
3: Yeah, I, I think in Walter sure. Cronkite's day, uh, the, the things that were going on in the in the media, I think, were the same as today. There was just, like you said, there was more truth in media, I think, back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, right? I think we've just gone, the, the control monster that is the federal government has its fingers in everything, like I said at the beginning of the broadcast, that uh, it, it's hard for someone like Tucker Carlson to actually sp- espouse the truth. And, and this is just a, simplistic, a simpl- simplistic way of looking at it, but... I want to. I want, where's that media guy in 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 Fox, you know, or any of the big news agencies? That say, hey, the Federal Reserve needs to go away. That place, that that is yeah. corrupt, and it's hurting yeah. the people. We need to get rid of the the federal income tax. That is, the, I don't care if we, if it ever happens. But where's the news guys? And Tucker Carlson ain't saying that. No one's saying that. Which means to me, Joe, that a lot of this is so controlled. At of course usually at the head of the media agency. We know that there's six media agencies that control 90% of everything we listen to, which is why this radio station could sound different Joe.
2: Yeah. And you know, it, it really is a good point. Why is that such the golden goose uh, that, that it, it, it's untouchable. And of course, a lot of it have, I think has to do with the fact that, that people have been brainwashed that, Oh, well, gold just didn't work. Gold was terrible. Right. Well, guess what? Nobody was really alive anymore from, you know, uh, when, when gold was really uh, the king of things. Or, and if they are, they look like Jimmy Carter, right? So, uh, <laughs> they're, they're, they're just... They're,
3: or Henry
10: Kissinger.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It has, right? Been We're going to talk about him next segment. <laughs> right? You know? Uh, boy. Yeah. History will view him much differently, too, I think. Um... But uh, we're, we're at the break. We'll, we'll be back. Uh, we Stop do have a caller pitching. here. We'll, we'll get to, to, to do Bob uh, right after the break. Stop Stay with us.
18: Do something. This Christmas, experience the magic of Rocky Mountain Freeze Dry. Our artisan freeze-dried ice cream, crafted by our local Colorado company, brings a unique twist. Ice cream that doesn't melt. From classic vanilla to exciting cookie dough, our crunchy treats melt into velvety smooth joy. And for a nostalgic twist, try our puffed-up candies, perfect for gifts and stocking stuffers. Visit RockyMountainFreezeDry.com and unwrap the extraordinary. Ho, ho, ho!
0: The half empty cup of joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818 610 8088.
2: empty cup joe and jason uh on this thursday uh, jason we have a caller bob's been waiting um is, is he still with us
3: oh yeah he's here let me uh, if you want to call in i know that uh, we're having some some difficulties with the transmitting but if you also if you're listening online at uh, 1360k you can call in 877 536 and you can uh, weigh in uh before we get to i'm going to do a little bit on henry kissinger but uh, before that bob uh, thank you for calling in what's your comment
19: Yes, I was going to mention that I knew Henry died. And I remember Dr. Stan talking about Henry years and years ago that there, I don't know which countries there were, but he said there was about a dozen countries in Europe that had arrest warrants out for that guy if he ever stepped off an airplane onto their ground and never got arrested. I'm sure he was on those grounds, but uh, he they well, can tear those papers up. Yeah, he died yesterday, 100.
3: Yeah, we're going to talk about him a little bit, Bob. Did you have anything yeah. else you wanted uh, to say?
19: I was going to say something a little comical. Uh, with my very good friend, when he was a kid, he, he was on vacation with his family, and he had a big 55 Buick four-door. And he says they, his dad smelled gasoline. And so they pulled into the city. out of state at the time. He pulled into a gas station, and they had a lift, and they put it on the lift, and there they see gas dripping out of uh, the fuel pressure line to a carburetor. And he said to Fred, he said, you chewing gum? He says, yeah, let me have it. His dad wrapped that gum around that leaky slit in the fuel line and put some black, black electrical <laughs> tape on it. <laughs> Pretty good. It, it, it fixed it up. And they got rid of that car five or six years later and never did a thing to it as far as repairing that line. So some of these
3: some of these things can <laughs> prove quite <laughs> Bob, let me genius. Tell you, let, let me tell you, Bob, I, uh, I'm not nearly as – my dad's a mechanic, so unfortunately that made me very uninterested in it because if somebody else can fix it, right, why do I do it? So yeah uh-huh. it kind of, it, it kind of made me the inverse, but i came, i became a driver I was a pizza delivery driver, so having a mechanic as a father helped. but uh one of my first apartments I was renting uh i think a ring or something dropped into the u pipe right and and i okay, so i had to had to get it you know I had to take the pipe off and, and pull the uh, jewelry out and I took the wrench and I, I i turned on it and it was an apartment so it was cheap, cheap pipes, ripped the pipe right in half i mean just just <laughs> just ripped it in half like I was like oh I didn't know it was so thin it was it looked like paper had been ripped so I kind of mushed it all back together I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna have to get a plum or something I'm renting this place and I was like well let's just try some duct tape and so I I started wrapping this thing and wrapping it and wrapping it and then a couple of days later it started leaking a little bit out of the duct tape so then I took more duct tape and I wrapped it and I wrapped it after the third time I wrapped it it never leaked <laughs> and that's how I fixed the pipe, and I moved on to the next apartment after that. So, yeah, that's a good good story, Bob about, about Reagan. Thank you.
2: Thanks. Thank All you. Right. Bye.
3: <laughs> there you go, Joe.
2: You know, it's a duct tape, right? Duct tape, and, you know, just <laughs> when in doubt, I don't, you know, it, it just it just is, right? When in doubt, I'll just put some duct tape on it, right? See if you can fix it. I wish. I wish we could put some duct tape on it at the radio station. That would be. Uh, I love your. Hey, if 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 uh, that wasn't enough duct tape, put some more duct tape. Right. Eventually, you if you put enough duct tape on it, it'll stop leaking.
3: It was a bad apartment too. We were the downstairs apartment. It was a two level. The guy upstairs, there was something. There was the cocking or something was loose on his shower, like the uh, the plastic top part. So when he was taking showers, water. Was going above the plastic part into the wall, so one day when I was taking a shower, I went to get the soap and the little soap dish in the wall of my shower, and I and I just put the thing right through the wall because the wall was completely absorbed with water. So it was, it was probably the the least the least managed apartment I ever lived in. That was uh, that was a bad one. It was it was cheap at least. It was uh, four hundred dollars a month, which was cheap back in the uh, late nineties, early two thousands. But yeah. I, it's good to learn a few things, right, Joe? It can make life a little easier if you can fix a few things. And we're a world full of people that can't fix anything, I think. So we're at the mercy of the few mechanics and engineers that are out there. And that's why they get paid so much, right, Joe?
2: Yeah, well, you know, it is, it is a different world. I, I do know there's a few guys I know, uh, younger kids, uh, that uh, they figured out, hey, you know what, let me just go to YouTube. And, and uh, somebody somebody's got a video. I think the, somebody's got a YouTube video out there about just about how to fix just about anything. Uh, but but uh, I'm just I'm being told looks like we're back up and on the air. So uh, uh, we've rigged it a second time. We'll, we'll, we'll see how many more times we have to do it.
3: Let's just get to the weekend. <laughs> let's just get let's get to the weekend and try and try to broadcast as best we can, and hopefully, uh, I'm pretty sure I have confidence Jim will put that part in and get it done. But I had mentioned uh I, I saw the news of Henry Kissinger. Of course, I the first thing I clicked on because uh, I had a I had my listeners like, "Hey, Henry Kissinger died." It's like, okay, well, let's, let's. I started looking at you know Fox guy. Uh, here comes Hannity, and Hannity's doing like a eulogy and just. Lording over the guy, and he was a he is the most important American dignitary we've ever had in the history of America and uh, you know I think Bob said quite a bit, but uh, I always have a quote that I come out I have a one Henry Kissinger quote that i I think kind of typifies the guy because I don't think he was well he, let's just say he's government, let's just say he typifies. Big government, all right? This quote comes from 1992, about the time of the L.A. riots. He's at a Bilderberg meeting. What I love about the Bilderberg meetings is that you can't get access to that anymore, but once in a while there would be a mall in there, and they'd get some recordings out. So this is a legit quote at a Bilderberger meeting when he, th- he thought he was safe to uh, come out of his, his hole a little bit. He says here, Today, Americans would be outraged if U.N. troops entered Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow they will be grateful. This is especially true when we are told uh, that there is an outside threat from beyond whether real or fake that threatened our very existence. It is then that the peoples of the world will pledge with world leaders to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown. When presented with this scenario, individuals' rights will willingly be relinquished, for the guarantee of their well-being, granted to them by their world government, that—that that is uh, Henry Kissinger, Joe.
2: When? When was that?
3: That was 1992, during the just after the LA riots, or during the LA riots. That's why he brought it up. He's like, "Look, look, we can't send UN in there just to fix things, but in the future, we'll get it." That's basically what he's saying.
2: Well, and again, right? Fear of the unknown will make Americans and, and really anybody the world, right, do whatever we say. And, and and, and again, they knew this, and, and that's why I asked, when was it? So this is the 90s, yep. and, and they already knew. Hey, the, it's going to be fear of the unknown. Uh, you know, and I always say uh, the two biggest – the best motivators, fear and greed, right? Fear and yes. greed – are, are, are the best motivators out there, and the, the government is no different, right? They, they know that, and they've used fear uh, to control us for a very long time. And I think that, uh, quite honestly, you know, what Kissinger was saying, I think a lot of people, are not, yeah, you know, I, I don't even know if it was that uh, provocative, if you will, in that hey, you know what? If if we can convince them that this thing is scary, and and we know they don't really have any knowledge of it, right? Like COVID. Look at COVID. Right? We didn't know. Yeah. Right? We didn't know, and they that was, told us. Be that was afraid. all about
3: fear. That was all about fear, Joe. That was that was that is the quintessential. I mean, nine eleven. That was a big fear, but that's the fear of a foreign terrorist or country, right? This thing was, hey, it's your neighbor. It's the guy in the grocery store that's going to kill you by breathing on you. Right, Joe? That, can you imagine that fear for people who went with it? Oh, I don't know. I might have lost Joe. I don't know for sure. But
2: we got some callers. You there, Joe? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Let's go to, let's go to my, the callers. My video, few- just, my, my video feed is cut out, but, but I'm here
3: that's good all right so we still got joe it's that's internet you know once again we gotta <laughs> there's always it's live radio right joe we can't go and edit this uh right now but uh chris thank you for calling in what is your comment for us today
19: well i gotta
13: tell you you gotta be politically correct and you can sort of calling it rigging you gotta call it
4: minority engineering
3: yes yeah that's that's kind of what i alluded to earlier we can't do that anymore i mean they call it ding dong ditch i didn't really know what the derogatory term that i was using when i was a kid but i thought that's what they called it when you rang the doorbell and ran it was a way something that nobody ever used it i was telling jack these these terms that i was using when i was a kid he's like you can't say that stuff i was like yeah i know i know maybe when i'm 65 i'll just do it anyways just to just to disturb people. And my wife's like, no, you're not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that. I, was like, I just can't wait for Good old manhood.
2: Good for Brooke.
3: <laughs> I can't wait until I'm older and I can really just let loose. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, Chris. Not,
2: both of you are making me cringe a little bit right now. <laughs>
3: yeah. Chris, Chris, I'm right I grew, there with grew,
13: you. Yeah, I grew up, in you know, outside of Boulder in Louisville. And, uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> when I was 22 years old. And uh, my mom was a card-carrying Democrat, and she was—I still remember being at the Botanical Gardens when I was a little boy, watching uh, two two men holding hands walking, and my mom just <laughs> looked at them. Does that make any sense? Which one's a poke and which one's a poker?
1: And I'm like, oh no!
3: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious, Chris! Thank you for the call. Uh, hey, hey. Uh we got we got another segment and a half. Uh we we do have a small business. So if you want to call in, we got plenty of time since the radio seems to be working at the moment. eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. call or text. But uh next up we've got uh Sean. Sean, thank you for calling in.
13: Uh yeah, guys, I, I, I wanted to share with you I got a call from Henry Kissinger from Beyond the Grave and I recorded it. Do you wanna hear
10: it? Yeah,
19: go for it, Sean. Let's hear it. Well Hello, this is Henry Kissinger. I am calling from a particularly hot hole in hell. It is very uncomfortable, and I I want you to know that uh, I'm I'm very unhappy that I can no longer dress in drag at the Bohemian Grove, and there is a plot <laughs> over the world. and I just wanted to share that with you. <laughs>
3: Man, I think Henry I think Henry Kissinger should call once a week to this show. <laughs> I mean, uh, you brought up Bohemian Grove. I mean, uh, all, all the stuff that's perfect perfectly suited for coming on the air on this show. So, yeah, Sean, I I, I take it that uh, Henry Kissinger not you're not a fan.
10: No, no. I jumped for joy when I
3: heard that guy died.
14: I was like, "Yeah,
3: <laughs> you know, you know what's funny, Sean. I watch stuff. I, I, I look, I look around for all kinds of things to watch because there's, you know, you never know what's going to be good to put on the air. And uh, uh, you know, it, the weirdest thing, I saw something before the Henry Kissinger news hit, and this guy is one of those one of those cases where somebody died and came back. And, you know, these people that when they die and they come back, they have the craziest stories. I actually believe this guy probably hallucinated. I don't think he had a legit, you know, going to to heaven type story. But, but you know, I don't know but you know it's funny he kind of he kind of legitimizes the fact that uh in questions whether people actually go to hell and stay in hell cuz he he said that when he left his body and he had this story you know uh, really fantastical but he said he he said he saw levels eight levels the the, the eighth level the, the bottom level being hell and he says that's a place that none of us are really going but it's a place you'll visit because the things that we do in this life, when he said, when I got away, he said, when I got away, he's like, I never wanted to come back. He had a wife. He had a life. He had, he had a, a really good situation uh, when he was younger. But he said once he was separate from his body, he's like, I don't – everyone that he talked to in this in this situation, he didn't want to go back to his body. He was happy. Even seeing the pit of hell, he, he's, like, he's like, I don't know if people actually stay there. Makes me wonder if Henry Kissinger left his body like this guy. He's like, oh. Well, I'm really glad I'm not that guy anymore. Maybe I should just go the other way, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. We'll have comment from Joe when we get back. you listen listening to half Cup of Joe.
7: This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group Just stopping in to say hi Let you know that we're still open, still in business and still rocking and rolling You know, if you're looking for a good car experience come see us We have old school values We still operate by handshake We're not pushy we want you to be happy and uh, we have a great selection of trucks 6175 west 10th street greeley 970-443-5654
0: 970-443-5654 the half empty cup of joe is sponsored by James Morgan a realtor with Grishman Associates LLC at 720-203-0731
2: Empty cup, Joe and Jason, and you know I'm wondering. You think like when with Kissinger that that was the height of uh, of the power uh, of, of of the of the CIA of the controllers? Was that kind of like their? Uh, I, I don't know exactly how to say, but the, where they were still they were operating, but. But people didn't know they were operating, right? They they were setting the world up, the you know, and and we figured it out now, right? We're 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 finally putting the pieces together. But uh, it was it was like that whole Kissinger era uh, was, was seemingly when uh, they were probably the most effective without us really knowing it.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, I would. I would go back uh, before World War II. I, I think this stuff was going on well before. But as far as public figures, I mean, with the age of television, I would say you're, you're on, yeah, because the 50s and 60s, TV just really started gaining ground. So as far as the uh, the beginning of television and, and really throwing some, you know, public figures on the television, yes. I think these guys existed for sure before the age of television. It's just that newspapers uh, didn't carry the weight as as much as television and radio does. Um, but I'll... I'll say this, Joe, because uh, another thing that I that I think about when uh, I think about uh, uh, about this man that we're talking about, he uh, uh, he actually took a trip. I think it was with Donald Rumsfeld. I think it was uh, uh, sometime in the late 1960s when they were filming the uh, the 2001: A Space Odyssey. They went to see Stanley Kubrick. And uh, the, the idea when it comes to the fake moon landing shots that we see is that uh, they, hey, we need we need to have these sh- we, we we need we need some good we need some good photo- photography for our our our, uh, our moon landing or, or, or you know, what ended up being a fake moon landing. And the the, the, the the idea is that the conspiracy is basically Stanley Kubrick's like, look, you're not going to be able to do this uh, without me. He's like, I, I've been working on this for a long time. If you want it to look to look right, you better you know. He basically Kubrick volunteered himself to get it done. And it was a, uh, yeah, it, it was a Kissinger visit with Donald Rumsfeld to to Kubrick on his set of 2001, Joe. That inspired how we got those images. If if you're one that believes that we didn't land on the moon, which which I am one of those, I, uh, one thing that Stanley Kubrick messed up on uh, as filming these moon landings is uh, NASA has stood all these years by saying there was one light source for all of the shots, and that was the sun. And you can see in many, many, many of the pictures and films, there's, there's intersecting shadows, which means multiple light sources. And NASA has never said, oh, we had lights on this tower, or we had lights coming off the the, the craft. And so uh, Stanley Kubrick kind of messed up with his light sources. That's, that studio probably was a little too dark in there. He needed more light. And didn't catch all his intersecting shadows i've seen rocks turned over that had letters written on them you know from a set <laughs> so, so, i mean one of these, say joe you're gonna have to just take some time and look at some of the i'll, I'll send you some stuff because when you look at this stuff it's like wow, wow this stuff is really ridiculous and maybe we you all know, say this maybe we landed on the moon and I'm, I'm completely out there but uh henry kissinger joe he's actually possibly involved in the fake of the moon landing the guy was everywhere in fact he was on a, everywhere, a book tour right? no doubt he was on, he was was on a, everywhere he was on a book tour at the age of ninety-nine. Just recent, last six months, he was on a book tour. So this this death was actually uh, not. They weren't counting on him dying. So he was actually touring on his last book uh, at ninety-nine years old. So I'll say this: he had he had pretty good health, Joe.
2: Yeah, you know what? Uh, Rosalind Carter was what ninety-six. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, yep. Jimmy Carter. I wouldn't call that living. Where, where, mm-hmm. but Jimmy Carter's ninety-nine. Henry Kissinger, a hundred. Uh, You know, I I guess they were uh, fortunate enough to not live in the COVID area.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, Kissinger's one of the few people still left that can remember, actually remember World War II. I mean, born in 1923, so he was essentially, you know, uh, about a 20-year-old guy when World War II was going on. So, I mean, uh, the the people that actually witnessed and were a part or knew, you know, what what was going on during World War II, those people are – can you imagine what world war II is going to the history of world war II is going to look like in another 20 or 30 years when all those people are gone Joe they can they can twist those facts left and right huh
2: well that's what they love to do right they they're, they're, the subtle subtle rewriting of history right they they man they they are experts at that sort of stuff and and, and again uh, you know go back to what we were talking about with what why does nobody say hey maybe the federal reserve system isn't the right system right why why don't we ever hear that and again the rewriting of history uh, very simply they, they they they've changed history you know it's like when they t- t- you know when they talk about the boston tea party that's actually about attacking, going after a central bank. That's really what it is about in fiat money. But, but no, it's uh, dumping tea in the harbor and dressing up like Indians.
3: That's correct. That's absolutely correct. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the segment. I got one caller in. Tracy, go ahead, man. What is your comment? Hey, you know what? You, I, I don't
1: believe
19: they landed on the moon either. But the past four days, today the moon got smaller, but it showed up full four days ago. And I've been out walking on the moon. <laughs> you know, so, it, it was shining. It was shining full. But I
2: wanted. To, I had had a question for you guys. If you knew about the municipality of Denver taking Ebola vaccines,
3: I did. I don't remember that, Tracy. Enlighten us.
2: I, I just heard this uh, like, like three days ago. I heard it on the top of the hour news.
3: Oh, and, and,
2: and I, I, I won't. I won't say the call letters or, or anything on, on the AM that I heard it on. But they said that they were lining up to take the Ebola vaccine. Yeah.
3: Tracy, I, I I definitely have seen uh, the the uptick, uh, drastic uptick, and hey, get your flu shot, get your COVID shot, get your this shot, get your shingles shot, right, Joe? It's there's been a quite the uh, quite the stampede of get get uh, any number of shots and get them all now.
2: Oh yeah, get all the shots. I haven't heard about uh, getting an Ebola shot, but but yeah, the, the, it has been full court press. Uh, and you, I mean, by the time you're done getting shots, I mean uh, you know. You're talking about left arm, right arm, left leg, right leg, left butt cheek, right butt cheek. I mean, you're, you're running out of body parts to get a shot in.
3: <laughs> yeah, I saw. Was that a the, uh, uh, the little bit of a uh, an internet uh, back and forth between Aaron Rodgers and uh, Kelsey from the Chiefs? You know, I uh, I didn't get to. They didn't carry it any further, Joe. I wish, I wish that would have been a debate. I would have loved to have seen uh, a couple of football players. Uh, on the opposite ends of the spectrum, one guy, you know, sponsoring and doing commercials for uh, for Pfizer and getting the shots, and the other guy saying, hey, don't get them, they're dangerous. You know, Aaron, I'll say this Aaron Rodgers, man, uh, probably the, the best thing that happened to the NFL in the last few years is Aaron Rodgers standing his ground and not getting those
2: shots, Joe. Yeah, absolutely, Stop absolutely. Bitching. Hey, thank you guys so much. Listen, we're going to be something. right back with one of our brand new sponsors, and I, I want you to make sure Do it's Christmas time. They got great products. Let's get behind them. Are you looking them.
10: to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process go to steffisgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today
20: what type of financial advisor are you looking for a lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, jojaquin.com son someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values you can reach me at my personal cell 602-909-9048 again 602-909-9048
18: this christmas experience the magic of rocky mountain freeze dry Our artisan freeze-dried ice cream, crafted by our local Colorado company, brings a unique twist. Ice cream that doesn't melt. From classic vanilla to exciting cookie dough, our crunchy treats melt into velvety smooth joy. And for a nostalgic twist, try our puffed-up candies, perfect for gifts and stocking stuffers. Visit RockyMountainFreezeDry.com and unwrap the extraordinary.
6: Ho, ho, ho!
2: Here, the half empty cup of Joe Joe and Jason and we're really super excited Uh, one of our brand new sponsors Rocky Mountain freeze dry Uh, I believe it's Joe and Carolyn Uh, are you guys with us yeah we're here
12: hi we're here
2: first of all I know you guys are busy thank you so much uh, for uh, being a part of this radio station and becoming uh, an advertiser with us, uh, we got a great listening audience and i 'm sure uh, they 're going to love what you guys do. so I was out at your website uh, Rocky Mountain Freeze Drive, and you guys got the the the, the ice cream. But it, it doesn't melt, right? It, it, it's one of those things where uh, it only starts melting when you put it in your mouth. Yeah, that's right, Joe. Um, we actually put it through a
13: lipolization process, which basically means that it takes all the moisture out of the product and it preserves it. And it actually just leaves like an extra flavor to it, you know, because you don't have the water in there. And uh, it actually, like I said, it preserves it, so it it stays good for a long time as well. So it's a really good product. We're super excited to be uh, advertising with you guys. There's nowhere else that we would want to sponsor but K H M C. that's for sure.
2: Oh, I love it. I love it. Tell us about it, because I know you do the ice creams. How many different flavors do you guys have? And then you also do the, the, the puff candy. Tell us about that.
12: Okay, so the candy is really good. It's, um, it, you know, we put it through the process, and it puffs it up, and it turns crunchy instead of chewy. So it actually has, like, a bigger flavor burst because it kind of just melts in your mouth. It doesn't stick to your teeth. And on the ice cream, we've got um, a bunch of different flavors, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, we've got. Cookies and cream, cookie dough, birthday cake. And a lot of times we'll do some other flavors too. Um, we'll do like ice cream sandwiches, or sometimes we have chocolate peanut butter ice cream, or we'll have like bubble gum or orange cream and co- coffee flavored. Coffee is really good. Everything's organic and clean with the ingredients. We, we don't use any preservatives or any kind of like high fructose corn syrup or chemicals or anything, we like to stay really conscious and clean about the so, type of so, ingredients. So no,
2: no we... artificial flavors, none of those dyes, none of that stuff?
12: No. We like to keep it really clean, so there's real strawberries in the strawberry ice cream. There's real cookie dough in the cookie dough ice cream. and In the cookies and cream ice cream, we use organic Newman's Own cookies. It's not Oreos. It's the really good
3: stuff yeah so so Joe and Carol, and this is Jason, i uh just so the audience knows because uh I had no idea anything about your company until you uh came on with with k and and then you're coming on the air with us today when I think of you know freeze dried you know i think of I think of food prepping you know and, and vegetables and soups and things like that. Why don't you give the audience, because this looks like this is more of a dessert thing. This is more of a snack food thing. I mean, give the audience a, a good idea what it is you're selling. I, it, You know, I, it, it looks great, by the way. I'm looking at the, some of these desserts. They look very delicious. But the, you, uh, do you guys do anything besides the desserts? This is this is pretty much yours. you guys are on snack foods, right? Yeah, we're pretty much doing
12: just mostly sweets for now. But, um, you know, it can be or it can be um, kept for up to 25 years.
13: You know, put it this way, you know, all the people who are buying their their prep food, you know, if the world does end or if there's some sort of catastrophe, you're gonna want some Rocky Mountain freeze dry to back up <laughs> <if> your stroke. <struggling laughs> you know
18: what I
2: mean?
3: Hey, you know, pe- people like to right stay away. From- I,
2: I was, I, I was thinking <laughs> the exact same thing, right? Hey, uh, forget about the beef stroganoff. I'm just going to get Rocky out if, if that's where we're at. So, so this is. Listen, obviously, it's great for preppers, but let, let's talk about really quickly. Uh, taste right compared to how does it stack up versus going to the supermarket and, and buying you know the 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 processed ice creams that that are out there uh how, how, how does it taste
12: well we are fourth generation sicilian gelato makers so this is real gelato this is we call it ice cream but it's really gelato it's um you know when you buy ice cream from the store that it's. Have you heard of overrun? Do you know what that is?
2: Explain overrun it to is us. like.
12: Okay, so they when they turn the ice cream in um, these bigger factories, they're doing something called overrun, which is turning air into the ice cream. They're getting it really fluffy with air, and a lot of what you're buying when you're buying a cold ice cream tub is air and so with our ice cream it's denser it's creamier and when you bite into it it's going to melt in your mouth like a really velvety smooth creamy texture and the flavor is on point we really um, we're really culinary experts when it comes to this type of thing we really know the sweet flavors we're really passionate about the sweet flavors and we make sure that everything
13: is really delicious. There's lots of trial and error that goes along with it. You know, we, we, I want to be – listen, listen I'm going to
2: volunteer as a taste tester for any new products. Uh, put me on the list because uh, I'll gladly uh, sample all the flavors for you and, and tell you what I think about them. Uh, but I mean, you're talking to a guy, I know good gelato. It is superior to any type of ice cream product, hands down, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, This just sounds like an awesome product. When we get backwards, we're coming up on the break. I want uh, you to tell everybody how they can order this. And you guys can just ship it in the mail. It'll stay good for up to 25 years. And plus, it's Christmas time. What a great, Christmas gift uh, to give your friends and your family uh, and uh, great quality products. Uh, it's great for preppers. Heck, it's just great to eat uh, whether you're prepping or not. So we'll be right back. We got Joe and Carolyn, Rocky Mountain Freeze Dry, RockyMountainFreezeDry.com. Check them out. We'll be right back.
18: This Christmas, experience the magic of Rocky Mountain Freeze-Dry. Our artisan freeze-dried ice cream, crafted by our local Colorado company, brings a unique twist. Ice cream that doesn't melt. From classic vanilla to exciting cookie dough, our crunchy treats melt into velvety smooth joy. And for a nostalgic twist, try our puffed-up candies, perfect for gifts and stocking stuffers. Visit RockyMountainFreezeDry.com and unwrap the extraordinary. Ho, ho, ho!
14: Little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry, be happy.
18: In every life we
2: have some- segment uh, wrapping it up with Joe and Carolyn Rocky Mountain Freeze Dry.com. This is just just put that in your search engine, RockyMountainFreezeDry.com, Hit the catalog button. It looks like you guys uh, everything's about fifteen bucks, so it really uh, really affordable pricing, uh, especially when you're talking about the quality that, that you're putting into it. Uh, do, you sh- uh, do do they pick it up? Do you ship? Uh, do you ship all over the country? Tell us about all of that.
13: We ship all over the country, and also we will ship international. So that's a good thing. And one thing to, to tell the listeners is actually everything is small batch. So we make it, and then it goes through the process. You know, we, we turn the ice cream, we, then we do the freeze drying, and then it goes right into the bags. It's fresh to order. So when you're getting it, you're not getting something that sat on a shelf for, you know, two or three weeks or whatever it may be at the store. I don't know. But it's all fresh, made to order uh it's you know if you're in, it's we got free shipping for our for for the listeners and um it's uh you know just something that's great you know just for everybody you know
2: i love yeah. it too so um, so free shipping um it, it how long when when uh when, when someone places an order how, how long until it shows up at their door
12: Usually it's only a couple of days. As soon as we get an order, we get it packed out and it's out, ready to go immediately the next day. So unless it's the weekend, you know, it'll wait till Monday. But
2: Right, right, pretty sure. Cool. And, 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 and how do you guys like, ship? Is it uh, post office, FedEx, UPS?
12: We use the post office. So it'll show up likely on your mailbox or on your porch, but um, it'll be there really fast.
2: I gotta love it. Gotta love it. Check them out. I, you know, I, I'm looking at it, uh, all the different products. You got, look, looks like they've got over a dozen different ice creams. You got a couple of the candy products, uh, the lemon. I know my wife's a big, loves lemon uh, sweets like that. Uh, tell us about the candy. How, how does that work?
13: Well, the candy is a really great thing. Uh, we'll, just, we'll just leave it at this, that the... The uh, original candies, it's our favorite, you know, rainbow candy that everybody knows, but I really can't say what, but we actually put that into the freeze dryer, and when it comes out, it's just completely like a flavor burst, and there's no stick on your teeth and no unneeded dental visits and uh, that type of thing. But the lemon candy, it's one of our other favorite lemon candies that everybody knows about, that we actually, we puff that up and it just brings out the same type of flavor burst. And uh, it's just a, a spectacular
2: thing. It's
12: sweet, it's sour. It's kind of sour on the outside, sweet in the middle. and um, So, so really... if everyone
2: wants to order, they go just to the website, Uh Do you guys have a phone number at all or a way for people to contact you with questions? Can they do that on the website? Um, yeah,
12: they can email us. At rockymountainfreestra at gmail.com, and that's our main form of communication. So otherwise, we're pretty busy in production all the time.
2: Well, I just got a text. I already know people are already uh, ordering the, the product. So, uh, Joe, Caroline, thank you so much. Really great meeting both of you. Love uh, what you guys do. And this is this is local, family owned guys. Get behind these guys. RockyMountainFreezeDry.com. Get your orders placed. Uh, great. Great Christmas gifts and just great high-quality products. And who doesn't like sweets and desserts? Uh, Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Carolyn, for being with us. God bless you guys. Alex Jones coming up next. Stop it, Joe. Do something.
1: It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's fifty cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only fifty cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one seven to eight foot tall flowering tree for only two sixty-nine fifty and get another tree for only fifty cents. That's two seven-gallon trees for only two seventy. You Come take I twenty-five to exit two thirty-five, then five miles west to the Tree Farm